In this corner, the queen of acrylic nails and bathroom haircuts, Topanga Lawrence. And in this corner, the author of the Pepperwood Chronicles, Nick Miller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yodat's Rank, the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. This week was another one of our special bracket battles, and the final two most dateable TV hotties were Topanga Lawrence from Boy Meets World and Nick Miller from New Girl. But who came out on top, and who are our most fallen angels? Find out on this week's episode. Yo 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 there have been fights, there have been arguments, there have been letdowns, there have been celebrations. It's been a week. I think anytime we do a bracket battle, stuff goes down. And I always stuff forget happens. because it's like every two months, every month and a half, maybe we yeah. do a bracket battle. And I'm like, oh, okay, this will be such a fun topic. And then I remember what yeah. happened the last time. People get Friendships so upset. <laughs> we mess up brackets. We didn't this time. We did better. We learned from our mistake. Right. Like, we didn't completely ruin the order. Friendships were still on the line. Arguments were still had. Angels were fallen. Wow. I mean, we... I can't wait to talk through it. We lost so many hotties this first round. (laughs) Right. So, for those of you out there, um, our reasoning behind this episode was Valentine's Day is coming up. We wanted to do something either with rom-coms or with hot people or going on dates or whatever. (laughs) And we haven't, for a while, done a bracket battle. And we're like, oh my gosh, let's pick 32 of the most dateable TV hotties and let's give them a chance in the gauntlet. And let's just see what happens. But even like coming up with the name, with the like with the parameters, with everything was kind of tough for us, right? Because we were like, okay, there's a difference between a hottie and somebody who's dateable. And we've, we'll talk about that plenty on this episode. Yep. That came up a lot. Um, we were also thinking about like, is it legal to put Jonathan Taylor Thomas on this <laughs> list? But it's like we had to realize that we were saying like, you are the age you are when you saw these people is right. what you're going back to, right? So, like, Corey Matthews, pretend you're in high school and you're seeing a high school Corey Matthews. We had to talk through a lot of these details to bring you this dateable TV hottie bracket, but I was happy with our original 32. I was, too. From brainstorm to full conception, like, when the bracket was finished, we probably spent maybe three hours discussing. Yeah. <laughs> like Talking this was no light feat. We mulling. had many different drafts. We yeah. had different versions. We'll tell you who almost made our bracket, but then didn't. Yes. And we spent a lot of time trying to give you guys the best 32 and the matchups that were the most uh, interesting and sometimes gut wrenching from across like decades. So we didn't want to just yep. like focus on, we don't know what John B means. We threw that in for the youngins, <laughs> but we don't know Who's that. We don't Archie? know. What's Archie? We looked up like, what are the teens watching these days, please? And thought of one bracket with that. But we knew we had to have a a variety of ages. Definitely. So before we jump into our round of 32, let's quick talk our Rankenstein of the week. Why don't you introduce her this week, Kaylin? This is none other than Sweet Tea Teresa DePace from 
Sweet Tea. I work with Sweet Tea. She is always, she's a consistent ranker. She always gives us her boyfriend Christian's rankings too in a comment. Yes. Um, I guess yep. he doesn't like us or have social media. <laughs> Christian she, can't be bothered, but Sweet Christian Tea, like, she'll take the mantle. Oh, Sweet Tea is like comment number one. And then I always know Christian's <laughs> list is coming next. I love it. This week, she was on it from the beginning on our Instagram and she tagged like multiple friends, had multiple comment conversations about this. And she was really just doing her part to put the word out there about dateable TV hotties. And we salute you, sweet tea. We love when people share us because, guys, you can't have us all to yourselves, okay? Just because sweet tea works with Kaylin or my mom gave birth to me doesn't mean (laughs) that you guys get to be the only ones that listen to us. So go ahead. Share with your friends. she did a good job. Yes. Awesome. So let's jump into this uh, round of 32. Basically, what we're going to do, we'll walk through all of the 32 people that we put into the round, their original matchup. Yeah. And if we think that matchup went the way it should have or not, spoiler alert, many in the first round <laughs> did not. They did it. And then from there, we'll kind of talk about the matchups in rounds two, three, and four that were like the most shocking or the closest that we really need to talk about. So. Yeah. Remember, when we put this out there as most dateable TV hotties, that was kind of language that just felt right for you and I, Kaylin. But it was difficult because some people were thinking, oh, is this actually dateable? Is this person someone I could go to Olive Garden with or take my take home to my mom? Or am I going more on like, hey, this person's a hottie. Who's the hottiest of these hotties? And there's so many. Whoa. And there's so many like. I'm going for a record of how many times we could say hot in an episode. Literally, we were when we were coming up with the name of this, we were like the original name was most dateable TV characters. And Cody was like, I'd like to say hottie more. So could we make it? most?" (laughs) So we did. Um, I think to get this point across the best. We'll talk about him as we get to him. But the best example of this is kind of Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec, because it's like. And the beginning of the show, he's not dateable or a hottie, but Chris Pratt is a hottie, and you know that when you look at him. And eventually, with April, some people do think that he becomes really dateable, but that's where this layered thing comes in of like, what do you think first when you think of Andy Dwyer? Is that a dateable hottie or not? And hottie means something different to all people. Oh, I forgot. Like, there was a whole section dedicated. (laughs) There was almost a whole section dedicated to people that I thought should be in there that are just like old like men that I find attractive. Yeah, we if might you talk need about a later. reminder, everyone, <laughs> Kaylin's type is old fat. And okay. so Tony Soprano is Yeah, her was going to go against Yeah, and he was going to go against Elliot Stabler from SVU and I'd like comments to tell me if anyone would have appreciated that. She also had that. what is his name? Captain Com- Holt. Commander Holt. Commander Captain <laughs> from Holt. From Brooklyn 99. He would have gone all the way for me. She sent me a draft of her people and I was like, "These are fine, but you have a lot of old <laughs> men on this list who are all like married to begin yeah, with." Yeah, then like, Cody starts saying like, "Oh, there's rules about if they're married like Tony Tony Soprano, he said to me at first, wasn't allowed to be on because he was married. I was like, first of all, it's it's one thing if you're not going to let me have him on. Don't try to tell me that it's because he's married. That you're going to have Corey and Topanga on here. If as the in, character we are the Lauren begins no. the show married. Yeah. <laughs> Corey and Topanga, five years old. They did. Maybe you shouldn't <laughs> be lusting after them. It's rude, oh, so but funny. yeah, the point is people's definitions of hot can vary from person to person. Yeah, so respect to all of you, and also we're going to belittle you if 
you picked the wrong thing. So yeah. let's jump right into it. Our first matchup right at the top is Theo Huxtable from The uh-huh. Cosby Show and Dawson from Dawson's Creek. Now, as we go down this, it's kind of chronological in yeah. that like the really old stuff was towards the top and then the newer stuff was at the bottom. So right. a lot of people gave me flack for putting Dawson on instead of Pacey. And yeah. I, we thought of this too. Pacey was obviously the the dreamier one, uh, the one that actually was better on the show. Dawson was like okay. a crybaby and pretty whiny and annoying. Pacey yeah. was the better one, but I was nervous that not enough people would know Pacey because it's literally called Dawson's Creek. So I'm like, right. maybe people have seen James Vanderbeek. Maybe they've seen that meme where he's like oh, people crying. Have seen, yeah, people <laughs> have seen, but I don't know if that makes them attracted. But people have seen. Yeah, so I chose Dawson just kind of as a plain guy. Theo, we definitely wanted because Theo is is just awesome. Theo is a boss. He's Theo a was boss. a late ad by you. So we had Dawson. I like doing this like behind the scenes. We had Dawson in there. He was like an early 90s like person before the age of like Boy Meets World stuff like that. We needed yep. somebody there. We had a blank by him for a long time though because we were like who else is in this time frame that like makes any sense. You thought of Theo Huxtable and that was so brilliant because I had such a crush on Theo. I remember the years where Theo comes back with the long dreads and yeah. he's just kind of like sitting in a sweater all the time and I was just like Theo Theo was cool. He wasn't like super mean to like the other siblings I don't remember. Like he was just like a teenage boy and I had a crush on Theo. Yes. Now Theo won this matchup which we yeah. were excited about. I was excited, but kind of surprised because I was wondering, like, are people going to go back with us to Theo Huxtable? Like, that seems a little bit, like, less on people's radar than Dawson, and I was wrong. Pleasantly surprised. Our next next matchup was our broke first your brain. female. This broke my brain. I think this broke a couple of guys' brains out there. This was <laughs> Buffy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, portrayed yep. by Sarah Michelle Geller oh. and the pink Power Ranger uh, Kimberly from Power uh-huh. Rangers, uh-huh. portrayed by ooh, you know that Amy girl you're all picturing, Joe <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know the Pink Ranger. So we, I had put Buffy on my original list. I made the Google Doc first, which just like you said, people like Tony Soprano, Captain Holt, Stabler, and then some. And then you had people. a lot of good ones too. So I had Buffy for you because I knew that Buffy was like somebody that you would want on this list. And I knew also a lot of guys like Buffy was somebody I think that they were like, oh, yeah, so hot in this time. We had her also unmatched. And randomly, as we were on FaceTime, I just added into the doc the Pink Ranger. And you were like, oh, my gosh, dropped my phone. You couldn't believe it. And then that's what happened in the votes. There was this was the one I think that stayed the closest, the longest throughout the twelve hours, or, or you know however much time the twenty whatever that it's up. It was so neck and neck throughout the time, and it ended only four votes apart with Buffy coming out on top. This Is that was who huge. You thought? This was I was hoping for a Buffy win when I saw Buffy listed on your original list. Uh-huh. That is the one I wanted to go all the way, all the way. And I think there's something deep within me because my dad loved Buffy, which is such a strange love for him. Does it? He's yeah, like a track. hunting dad that reads books, and then randomly, as I was growing up, loved Buffy. So this was just on a lot. My friends, a lot of my friends from Loser Posse watch Buffy, and like I've watched yeah. the whole thing. People write like. Uh, dissertations on Buffy. If you've seen the internet community around Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it's insane. But Buffy was like the first really B.A. like female character that just like took care of business and was still just a high school girl and you liked her. Like you and I, you we're notorious for hating the main characters. Oh yeah, boring. Buffy is awesome and somehow miss like misses that. And so I wanted yep. her to go the, all the way. But the Pink Ranger the Pink was Ranger. very important. And I put the word 
important in quotes. Oh my god! Just so you guys know, kind of what I'm saying was very. The Pink important. Ranger is just like boys when they were growing up. Like they came to Power Rangers for some reason, and then when that Pink Ranger took off her helmet, it was just like, oh, I'm <gasps> staying for a different reason. Like, it's like, what is that? Such a good when she takes off the it, helmet, you know, almost like a like, motorcycle exactly, helmet. Her hair comes exactly. I out. remember even being like, oh my goodness, like this is different. So they they seemed perfect to go up against each other and so you wanted Buffy and she did she came out on top however like we said narrowly Pink Ranger is our first fallen angel of this round because yeah 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 it, it wasn't fair that they had to go up against each other but they did but they it, ma- it did make a lot of similar sense. archetypes yep yes next up was Cody from <laughs> Step by Step against Will from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air again these are similar archetypes like these, they are similar so this, they're dudes, that's what like, right just we had dudes. Will first written down because Will iconic Will Smith still famous still batting a thousand like still just yeah. doing his thing but we needed somebody again from that time and we were like there's not that many other people we went through the list of like people on full house like no Cameron. step by step Ooh, right. gross right inspired by wandavision episode five we're thinking like what are we doing cody by step by from step by step is somebody that i believe you haven't thought about until you think about. And then when you remember, you're like, I loved Cody. And so for me, I hadn't thought about Cody from Step by Step until another dear coworker of mine, Luke Zappa, friend of the show, Cody Barry impersonator, <laughs> came into work one day and his hair looked exactly like Cody's from Step by Step. And I just said, what did you look at a picture of Cody from Step by Step this morning when you woke up? And I hadn't thought of him since. When you think of him, though, that was like one of your favorite. That was your favorite person besides Al on Set by Step for sure, right. right? It's the story of this blended family, and then randomly, Cody is just a guy who lives in a van outside in their your house. conversion van <laughs> outside. Like, like who what was he? Why? And he was kind of Eric Matthews humor, like old Eric Matthews, like you know, older Eric Matthews humor, funny and stuff. And so the archetype. But I think because Will is such an icon, yeah. he destroyed Cody. And you don't think of Cody as much as you do Will. So he beat him like not by 70 votes or something crazy. Yeah, which was expected and Expected and deserved, and deserved right? All right, coming into our next <gasps> matchup, it's our first <gasps> duo from the same show. This is about as close as it gets, 52 to 58 votes. It's yeah. Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell versus AC Slater. Guys, guys, we have a fallen angel on our hands because A.C. Slater should not have gotten out in the first round. This is my first like trolling to you guys. And if you guys <laughs> saw our story, I posted incriminating photos of Mario Lopez as an adult and then Mark Paul Gosseler underneath and Mark Paul. And I was like, OK, guys, I guess you like this better than this and pointed to Mark Paul. The thing is, maybe this is one of those things, too. When are we talking about? Are we talking about when we were watching the show? Because I do think some people really liked that. Some freaks liked Zach better when they were watching the show. I was in on AC from the beginning. But if you've seen these two human beings recently, there is no contest who should have been voted the more dateable hottie. AC Slate, Mario Lopez looks better now than he did on the show. And Mark Paul looks 80. And Zach was a classic hottie. I mean, that was 90s hottie right there. I guess right before the guys who did the middle part, because he doesn't have the middle part. No, He came right before them. He has a real swoop. Yeah, classic swoop 90s boy charm. And AC Slater just always had his shirt off and had like insane (laughs) Muscles for a wrestling uniform. He danced. Yeah. So this was really close. I thought we were going to get an AC win because I thought AC could have taken this whole quadrant, honestly. Me too. I thought we had talked up. Mario Lopez enough in our yep. recent 
episodes, guys. Like, I'm trying to tell you. And again, even though I'm mad at you guys, I'll give you the gift again. Like, look him up recently and then repent for what you did by getting him out in this thing. And then go ahead and look up Mark Paul and you see if you're happy with what you've done. All right. So uh, we've got AC as a fallen angel. We've got the Pink Ranger as a fallen angel. Moving into our next matchup. This is Randy Taylor from Home Improvement. (laughs) Versus Corey Matthews from Boy Meets World. Now, as Kaylin already said, <laughs> Randy Taylor was about 13 Four. on the show. <laughs> Maybe like started at 11 and went up to like 16. He eventually was a later teen in the show as Home Improvement went on. But we couldn't make this list without Jonathan Taylor Thomas. It just didn't feel really right. So even though we thought maybe people were going to like call the police on us, we decided we had to put Randy Taylor in here. So... We had this conversation on the phone after we put this out, and I, like, we don't need to get too far into this. I do want people's feedback on this. Truly, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and we came up, you came up with such a good reason for this that I do want to, like, put out to the people. Jonathan Taylor Thomas got into our brains as a generation in a way that no person has since and no person had before that, and he was just the cutest, like... I just could not believe what I was looking at. I remember when I was little. Like, nobody on TV captivated me the he way JTT looks, did. His face physically looks different yes. than other people. And you said it's because he looked more animal. <laughs> he looks more animal than human. He looks and, like a little koala or yes. something, and right? And so when he also went and did Simba then, I feel like it was a one-two punch on us. Like, what do you want from us? Even if we didn't know he voiced Simba somewhere, we knew. We, knew because we had seen he it. He looks more like Simba than... <laughs> And he exactly. looks like Randy from Home Improvement. Exactly. So Jonathan Taylor Thomas lives rent free in our baby minds. Like he is just in there. And so we have, but we've had to put him up against somebody else who also took over a place in our hearts and minds. And that's, of course, Corey Matthews. Now, the funny part is when you look at, is it Ben? We always do this. Ben Savage. Yes, Ben Savage. As like an adult adult, I'm like, something has stretched differently with his face. <laughs> like something's wrong. But if we're thinking back to Boy Meets World times, this is another one. Like, is that a hottie? No, but he's dateable. You want to be dating yes. Corey Matthews. So yes. we had to put him in there. And he won that and round And we went well. back and forth on do we put Corey or Sean. And my sister reached out and said, hey, you yeah. really should have put Sean. He was the hottie. I personally agree. He did have the middle part and, and the hair that was going yeah, on in the 90s. Yeah, he was always too whiny for me. But yeah. And I, it just didn't feel right to leave Corey off the list. Like maybe like if we had room for all three. And Sean. I know. Like, we no, couldn't no, do no. it. We couldn't do it. So we <laughs> right. had to put Corey on and Sean just didn't make it, unfortunately. But Corey yep. did win this first round. Yeah. Our next matchup really surprised me, and I guess I just am outside of the Gilmore Girl Girl world. Oh, okay. Um, but Jess Mariano from Gilmore Girls, he's like the resident bad boy, right? Wasn't Jess yeah. like the bad boy? And then um, what's the other guy's name? Dean. I think yeah, Dean, maybe. the guy who's now in Supernatural, was like the <laughs> good guy for Rory. So Jess was the bad boy. We also put Chuck Bass against him from Gossip Girl because he was kind of the resident he was bad also boy the on ba- Gossip yeah. Girl. So good archetypes together. I thought Chuck Bass was going to get way more votes than he did. I definitely thought Chuck was going to get more votes. He got like destroyed. However, I will say I do not watch Gilmore Girls and I know who Jess is from Gilmore Girls. Like Jess broke through. Everybody... He was the hottie of Gilmore Girls for sure. Maybe other people were Team Dean. 
I know even like outside in, Jess was like the hot one that I was like, oh, Rory, like, I don't know anything about you, but I think that you should be with him. <laughs> However, it was really, it was 82 to 22, I think I'm yeah, looking at. And I gap. thought Chuck Bass, I thought people liked Chuck. I did. Like, I like Chuck Bass. He's one of those like horrible but funny characters. Love and I thought he him, would yeah. get, yeah, I thought he would get more. Nope. He got destroyed. Maybe. Chuck Bass is always looking like he stepped out of a GQ magazine too. It's right. Like, he looks so Do people good. like the other guy from Gossip Girl? I hope not. I mean, Dan, I could see. Gossip Dan Humphreys, which guys. makes an appearance <laughs> Gosh, basically on our list so later. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> we're, we're fine with Dan. The other guy, what's his name what even? What is, I, I'm looking. <laughs> Nate. Like Nate is Cor- his name. Oh, Nate. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Chuck Bass, I thought for sure. But guys, you've surprised us a lot. This wasn't like a fallen angel, though. This was just a surprise. And to me. Jess's love did not stop here. We'll guys, get into that in a little Gilmore bit. Gilmore Girls runs deep with some people. The perfect YDA or Y. I don't even YDA know the name. YDA is my position. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Teresa, even. Luke, and I thank you listening in. The perfect YDR <laughs> matchup was next, which was. The Lucy Mary matchup. Lucy from 7th Heaven versus Mary from 7th Heaven. If you're just joining us recently, we always talk about Lucy Mary facts, which are like little known facts that were not little known. Everyone knew, but you (laughs) seemed like you were on the inside. Like, did you know? Did you know? Everyone knew that. So we had to put Lucy versus Mary. And Mary fits this bill. Lucy... A little bit of a stretch, guys. Uh, but so we had, so again, behind the scenes, we had Mary in there. We had, yes. we were like, Jessica Biel is going to be on this list. Jessica Biel was a hottie for sure growing up. I was like, Mary, in my mind, I thought, let's put it against Lucy. And then I was like, we cannot put Beverly <laughs> Mitchell on the most. Beverly so Bangs said, Mitchell. Beverly Bangs. I said, I mean, we could put it against Lucy. And you were like, of course we put so it against hard. Lucy. Of course we do. Of course the outcome. What was the one that we were reading an article and it was like dateable TV. This is how we came upon it because it was like most dateable TV hotties from the 90s or something. And they put Simon yes. on there. And I was like, bowl cut Simon, drug addict. Drug Isn't addict. he eventually Ashley Simon? Simpson Simon? I don't Ooh. think so. I was like, no, but Mary can be on that list and Lucy needs to be with her. So Mary took that one easily. Duh, duh. Next up, Woo, this okay. was a big matchup for the first round and definitely a fallen angel. This definitely. was Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell versus Topanga Lawrence from Boy Meets World. Now, if you are talking like 90s hotties, like school hotties from te- mm-hmm. TV, teen TV, Kelly Kapowski is the archetype. Like, like, find me another one. That's what they wanted her to be. That's the role she played on the show. She was the right. cheerleader. She is beautiful. Tiffany Amberthiessen so is just gorgeous. And something about the character, even though she was just made to be like the cheerleader hottie, I Boring. loved Kelly Kapowski. Loved her. I yeah. felt so bad for her when that trick lotion gave her a rash on her face. <laughs> I was so sad that she was one of like, I think, 17 kids in her household, barely got to go to a dance. I was very jealous of her boat neck cut Bayside Tiger sweatshirt. Yes. She made a real impact. We put her with Topanga and both of us voted airing our laundry voted for kelly kapowski we did and we are boy meets world stands like we love boy yes. meets world but in this matchup it was like kelly kapowski's the one i thought and you thought topanga lawrence is out the first round like we were I both did. like if we put it against kelly there's no question people have to see you guys had a really different reaction we were just wrong and again it's just different 
strokes for different for folks, different right? Folks. We just see right. different things. Topanga is one of my favorite TV characters of all time. And right. Boy Meets World is one of my favorite TV shows. But yes. I was like, Kelly, if I'm thinking dateable hottie, bing, 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 it's Buffy and Kelly. <laughs> so, right. So this is a fallen angel for me, for this sure. This definitely is. She could have beat some other people, but oh, um, Topanga sure. took this one with 73 votes. Like a lot. Next up, another fallen angel. This is my time I get mad. And I was surprised. I mean, I was so surprised by these results. Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights versus Uh Sawyer from Lost. Okay, the archetypes make sense. They're both kind of the long-haired bad boys of their TV shows, (laughs) but people love them. Because yep. they're definitely hotties. And uh, you talk all the time about Tim Riggins. I'm just giving you space to breathe real quick before you Give me some come space in. to breathe. You talk about Tim Riggins all the time. I always make fun of you because I'm like, he would be a horrible, like, lover or whatever because he's just oh like. My yeah, I know. <laughs> but even I can't deny Tim Riggins is the hottie from that show. And both you and I thought that he might take the whole bracket. So. We had to have Tim Riggins in this bracket because I am in love with him. And right. also, he's just a notable, like, that's, like, Friday Night Lights won our best drama show. Like, it's just, he's, like, a notable one, right? If yes. you We were looking up these lists. Tim Riggins was on all of the lists. Yes. The problem was, who to put against Tim Riggins? So, originally, we had Coach Taylor, but you yelled at me. He's in that roundup for me, too, but you yelled at me because he's married to Tammy. So, I said, fine, put Tammy Taylor. <laughs> and same thing. She's married. Okay, whatever. So, we took them out. We're not going to put Saracen, so everybody can just shut up about that. We're not doing that. We didn't want to have too many from the same show. Like, we wanted to have some from that, but some not. We had Tim Riggins with a space for almost the entire time we were creating Right, it. we didn't have anyone Finally, next Finally, you said, literally as a throwaway, just put Sawyer from Lost. And I was like, I don't know that. I've never watched it. And you were like, he's kind of a bad... It doesn't matter. Like, just put him against him. It'll be fine. I think you said that thinking... It doesn't matter because Tim Riggins is going to win this anyway. So right. let's just put somebody against him that's like kind of similar that makes sense. Right. When the votes started coming in and I saw <laughs> that it was tied, I was thinking like, what is happening? Kelly Wayland shared this with the caveat that Tim Riggins should not be winning this matchup. I was furious with her for this. And I truly do not. Sawyer keeps going. Spoiler alert. And I do not understand the mentality behind this. And when you and I talked about it, what is it about Sawyer that people like him better than these people? I'm thinking maybe more people watched Lost than Friday Night Lights. Except, well, no, no. Look at the next matchup. That cannot be true. He I just know. he keeps beating people. I know. I'm not sure. He really does have the same kind of archetype as Tim Riggins. He's a bad boy you love to love. And he is attractive, but I, for most of the time, Tim Riggins was winning this matchup. It wasn't until I checked the following yeah. morning. Kelly. I blame that Kelly. That I saw Sawyer came in through. Yeah. He had like uh, seven more votes than Tim. And I was like, how did that even happen? I was very surprised. And to a certain like enemy of the show that was made an enemy in my mind like last night who described Tim Riggins as a one note character. I would just like to say to you, there are plenty of reasons why he isn't. I don't have time. I, I will do a separate episode where I could explain to you about like his ability abusive upbringing his troublesome brother his issues with commitment like all of his mistakes that he's then been redeemed for his commitment and loyalty to some friends i will explain that to you in a different episode but just know that he is he contains multitudes you know who you are 
and you know you what know you who did. you are and you know what you did <laughs> all right we Oyster gotta go to our stuffing <laughs> we gotta go to our next one which was another i'm not gonna say fallen angel i'm just gonna I say am, this was i am gonna choice. say fallen angels i'm gonna say this is where stuff started really from kelly kapowski down i started really losing faith in everybody honestly look at the rest of this is yep. when i started panicking all i right. started so panicking. we had dr mcdreamy from Grey's anatomy versus dr mcsteamy that was one of the first ones we thought of was like yeah, that's yeah, such yeah. a funny matchup right in our minds there was no way there's no question. Patrick Dempsey was winning. We're like, look at the two of them. Maybe the Guys, picture I chose, like yeah. I should have chosen a different picture. I think maybe, maybe. You, don't, you need to see that McSteamy close up or, you know, coming out of the shower with the towel on like in that or one episode. Maybe you've never seen a singular episode of Grey's Anatomy. That's my right. other option here. Maybe you've never seen an episode because if you have and you think that whiny McDreamy is better than arguably and you're gonna disagree with me but i i pulled a couple other Grey's anatomy fans on my own okay people would say that like george is the best boy character on the original great grace maybe some people yeah, would. you would i know you would a lot of people a lot of people though mark sloan is yeah maybe number two I like he is completely. okay he is because his archetype how he goes like on he starts out as unlikable and then he ends up like his friendship with Callie his thing with Lexi like all of this stuff he becomes so redeemed by the end the people that voted for this have never watched Grey's Anatomy and that is my (laughs) absolute point on that statement except for Shannon Shannon voted for McDreamy all the way through die hard McDreamy we know that about her so she gets a pass from me that is true some people are and listen Patrick Dempsey's not a bad-looking guy. Like, he's a silver fox. He could, he could in a few years, go into my category up there with Tony Soprano, <laughs> He'd have to I gain guess. some weight, but yeah, he could. Oh, yeah, that's why Mark Sloan is closer for me. He's a little bigger than Patrick Dempsey. But I could not believe this one. This one blew my mind. I think you're right. It's just, like, lesser known, maybe not the picture, and you love the character more than necessarily the look. This whole process was really funny because sometimes Kaylin and I were on opposite ends of the spectrum. We haven't really gotten right. to too many of those yet, but we argued plenty. But as soon as you guys as viewers voted the opposite way of both of us, oh. we're coming for Let's you. Let's cancel the show. Let's yeah. cancel everything. I can't believe this. All right. Finally, we get a breath of fresh air because the right thing happened in this next one. <sighs> Summer calm. from the OC versus Brooke Davis from One Tree Hill. Michelle Early wrote in that she thought they were the same person because <laughs> they look the same. Which, in the pictures, they somewhat do. We wanted to make sure we had a character from the OC. Originally, we had Seth, uh, because yeah. he's iconic oh, from the OC. Love. But there right. were too many Seth-adjacent people. Yeah, we had we Dawson. More girls. We had, yeah. And so I said, Summer, Rachel Bilson was the attractive one. Like, she, so, so much better than Marissa. Like, so Misha much better. Barton. Misha right. Barton. <laughs> right, no thank you. And so I was like, Summer should definitely go on there. But then when we were looking at archetypes, we knew she'd go up against Brooke Davis, and she didn't really stand too much of a chance, though she did get a good amount of votes. So originally, yeah. Brooke Davis was against Haley James Scott, also mm-hmm. from One Tree Hill. We did have that matchup. Brendan Warren was like, thank you so much for not making that the matchup. It would have been too hard. But if you watch One Tree Hill, both of them are awesome. But Brooke Davis is the one. She is the the dateable hottie. She's the queen bee. Haley James gets married when she's 17. So, yes, using my logic, I guess she was off. Yeah, (laughs) you should have not been allowed on And so I'm very happy that Brooke won this one. And she does get to go pretty far after this. 
100%. I think Sophia Bush is so beautiful all the time. And she was definitely like a multi-layered character. She was bratty at times, but like you never didn't really want to date her. And you guys came through. So we were pleased. Our next female matchup was Santona. Sant- oh my gosh. Santona? Why can't I speak? What is happening? Do you need to do a lip trill? Do you need to do a vocal warm up? We didn't do Mommy ma- Made ma- Me Mash My M&M's. Mommy Made Me Mash My M&M's. <laughs> okay. All right. Santana Lopez from Glee and Jane from Jane the Virgin. This was one of our fights. This was one of our... Eventually. Eventually. This isn't too much of a fight minus... Mm. This is how it goes, guys. Listeners, here's the tale as old as time. Once upon a time, Kaylin and I both made fun of Jane the Virgin when it first came out. You did. This, I'm not okay. fabricating this. We made fun of the name. We na- made fun of the name, and for years you did not watch it, and neither did no, I. That's true. So that's we true. made fun of it, like, oh my gosh, Jane the Virgin. Like the the previews were weird, and so yeah, for sure. we made Agreed. fun of it. Then everyone started watching it and liking it, and then I was like, oh no, I don't know anything anymore so yeah. i gave it a go and i didn't really love it so it's not a show i watched i don't make fun of it anymore and i think jane played by give me her name again gina rodriguez gina rodriguez is beautiful i so beautiful. love her in everything she's been in i love her as an actress so no hate for jane but it's just i would the have fight is that you told me that nobody watches jane the virgin and that's what i'd like all of you viewers to tell us if you have if you do or not because i've been wrong in the past i thought so many people did watch it but you were saying, I don't think people watch it like you watch it. So we'll have to see what the oh, listeners that's say. That's my voice, I guess. What did you say? You you're, you were going to well, leave that part out of the fight. That was the fight that you said. I don't remember talking like this. People I guess don't I do. watch Jane the Virgin, but they do. Well, you and said we every girl input. watches Jane the Virgin. I said all the girls I know watch Jane the hmm. So if you're a girl, <laughs> this is exactly what Kylie Moister wanted. She said, we need you guys to fight more. So, ah! so we'll Okay, fight. this was a tough one for me. We picked this because they are same era of TV, like after right. like we graduated high school. It's like college age TV. Santana Lopez is one of my favorite. She's the only, hear me, only. Well, I guess Mercedes. One of the only redeemable characters on Glee, for yeah, sure. Definitely. Santana is, she has the best songs. She's the best singer. She's the best everything. I love her. Jane, I think, is just the most, like, beautiful, kind. And if you do watch Jane the Virgin, she is the one that you want to date between these two. I, notably, voted for Santana yeah, because same. I love Santana. Even though she's mean on the show, kind of scary, you still love to see her, and she redeems that entire show. They're both beautiful, and they're both queens, so we queens. love them. Jane won, but not by too much, only by nine votes. Next up, we can move quickly through this matchup. Because we made this up. <laughs> this we Googled, like, fill in the blank. This is quote, unquote, Archie Andrews Never heard of from it. Riverdale. Uh-huh. Quote, unquote, John B. from Outer Banks. I watched um, almost a season watched- of Riverdale, and I watched two episodes of Outer Three Banks. Three episodes of Outer Banks. So I yeah. know who these people are. I know John B. is the dreamy one. I know right. Archie, I think, is the dreamy one from there. I- so we just kind of mm-hmm. put them in for the Gen Zers out there, and John B. won. It was pretty sure. equal, though. Yeah, I didn't know who was, obviously, we were just, this was basically an experiment, and John B. was the winner. <laughs> Next up, we have Nick Miller from New Girl versus Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. I think we did such a good job matching these people up. Me too. Like, I was surprised that Andy- These are good archetypes. Yeah, I was surprised Andy didn't get more in this one. However, I did, I told you from the time we put the 32 down, Nick you Miller did. will go all the way. Yep. I said, Nick Miller will take it to the finals, to the end. I thought Nick Miller would win. That's what I, my prediction was. But I did think that it was going to be a little bit more even. It was not. It was 73 to 35. Um, 
I wanted to put on Winston also from New Girl, but we had had too many from like the same shows at that point. And I thought Andy was a better match against Nick anyways. They're kind of similar, quirky, um, not your typical male part at all. And that's what makes them so memorable in both of their shows. I wish we knew anything about like sports betting because I would call you like one of the predictory people that like knows how to predict things because Mm. you did say Nick Miller and I was a naysayer because I was like, I watch New Girl occasionally. I've watched some episodes from all the seasons but Mm -hmm. i haven't watched it straight through and i was like i like nick miller but i think he might just be a blip on the radar like and you predicted it that he would go really far Mm -hmm. congrats thank you so yeah he won repairing we're building bridges guys if you're listening you are he won 73 against 35 he crushed andy dwyer see you Next up, this is going to be a fallen angel for you. We put this on here kind of as a joke, but not at all as a joke. Really? This is Villanelle from (laughs) Killing Eve versus Joe Goldberg from you. If you're on Patreon and you listed listen to our like best TV villains episode or whatever that was called, uh, we mentioned both Villanelle and Joe Goldberg. And they're both murderers. <laughs> but well, yeah, yeah. Yes, and I'll have my I'll have my argument. Yeah, they technically are. on paper you could call them murderers, but they're o- also both amazing and hilarious. Hotties. They're hotties Characters. and they're hilarious. Yep, they're both like dark comedy. The shows are both kind of dark comedies in their own weird yeah. ways. And yeah, I voted for Joe Goldberg, but then instantly regretted it. Yeah, and you voted for Villanelle, obviously, because big crush. We both feel the same way about these people. Like when I told you to watch Killing Eve, I was like, because Villanelle, she's a psychopath, but you're going to love her. When you wanted me to watch you, you were like, because Joe Goldberg, he's a psychopath, but he's the best. Yeah. yeah. So we put these people on. Villanelle, I guess the difference, like what's interesting to me is like if if you're in a relationship with Villanelle, she doesn't want to put you in a glass box and hurt you where Joe does. And so I thought maybe Villanelle would come out, even though, yes, she does like she shot the person she was in the relationship. Okay, you're with. right. I forgot about that. She so did do that. I, I kind say, of forgave her. Like shooting them is for pretty that. much the same as but putting them in a box. She didn't shoot to kill, and she could have. So like that to he me didn't was box very to kill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. But here's another. Here's where I can definitely put Villanelle on top of Joe. Villanelle's choice of partner is Sandra O. Oh, Joe's is Bex in the first season. So there's no argument there. Yes. However, I think just more people have watched you and. Penn Badgley, you cannot. I mean, he's in our hearts, even if it's not as Joe Goldberg. Like, again, like we said, from Gossip Girl, from John Tucker Must Die, from Easy A, we love to see him. So he won for sure in that matchup. Yeah. And then our very last matchup, this feels like the most random one on our list. This is why it's perfect that it's the end. We were like, what about We were like, wait, huh? Yeah, what about (laughs) British people? And so we have the 10th Doctor from Doctor Who because that's David Tennant. And I don't know much about Doctor Who, but I do know David Tennant. I love him. I think he's amazing in Broadchurch. Mm -hmm. He's awesomely horrible in Jessica Jones. He's such a good villain. Oh, okay. And so I was like, he's the Doctor I want to pick because I don't know the other ones. And the one after him looks scary to me. So we picked David Tennant and then Jon Snow from Game of Thrones because he's like the one, right, from Game of Thrones. I don't really know anything. Game of Thrones is tough because he's like the Meredith Grey kind of of like he's okay. the one he's been in it from the beginning. But if you think like, but you have to be a fan of the show to know anything else. So to make it make sense, you have to put Jon Snow because even if you're not a fan of the show, you know who that is and you could vote for that fairly. Um, also, Doctor Who like has been on for a million years and people watch it a lot. So it made sense to put like two of the more 
well-known people against it, but Jon Snow crushed the the 10th Doctor and moved on to the next round. If you guys didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode on game shows, there is a question about Doctor Who in the midst of our Who Wants to Be a Millionaire section, and uh, there's a person who calls in and gets the answer right. So you got to go back and listen. It's our most interactive episode. It's a lot of fun. All right, so, okay, let's move into our Sweet 16. That was yeah. our round of 32. We probably had eight fallen angels in yeah, 16 yeah. matchups. So, so we were kind of worried going into the rest of I it. We're scared. like, do we even have hope for tomorrow? So mm-hmm. I did have hope. Her name was Buffy. So we're going to talk about okay. a couple matchups that are really important that either hurt us or yeah. we couldn't believe how close they were or whatever. So in the Sweet 16 matchup, we had Theo versus Buffy. In my mind, Theo Huxtable, he's great. We talked about him, but he great. is no Buffy. Like he's no Sarah match. Michelle Geller was at the peak of her powers during Buffy. She was the it girl. And so yeah. I just thought she would sail right on through this round. I was more worried for her to go up against like Will from Fresh Prince or something right. like that. I'd already like stamped you were it in like, my oh, head. Oh, against Theo, this is easy. And she lost pretty handily, fifty one to thirty four votes. So that one really hurt me because she was probably the person I was rooting for that had made it to this top 16. Yes. And um, there she goes. So and that Theo one was surprised tough. us again because, again, like I, I, I thought I didn't know as many people would have kept him in their minds as they did. And then against Buffy, again, I thought like she's going to be the more popular one. We were wrong, guys. You guys surprise us sometimes. And. You hurt Cody. <laughs> Another thing that was kind of interesting, we thought Corey Matthews would probably beat Jess just because like it could be Corey and Topanga. We were like, what if yep. that they keep going and and they make it maybe not to the finals because they couldn't because how the bracket was set up. But right. Jess, the love for Jess from Gilmore Girls kept Guys. coming. He steamrolled Corey Matthews, which is just Yeah, wild. which is crazy. But I do think it is because Corey Matthews archetype was not hottie. Jess's was hottie. So people were just like, who made right. the hottie impression? Jess, for sure. And he crushed him. And then the other notable thing in this round is Sawyer beats McDreamy. And so Sawyer from Lost, Guys. the <laughs> random person we added on the list, makes it to another round so that brings us to our elite eight yeah we have theo huxtable versus will from fresh prince jess mariano versus topanga sawyer versus brooke davis and nick miller versus john snow so two matchups we really need to talk about in the elite eight were the closest matchups of yes. any for the whole time was jess from Gil- gilmore girls versus topanga or as my mom wrote on facebook uh-huh Tabanga. And <laughs> I I texted her separately as to not call her out. I was like, oh, mom, you wrote Tabanga. You might want to fix that. And then here I am calling her out anyway. So Right. Now, does she go through her whole time of knowing the show thinking that was her name or was it a typo? I hope it was a typo. I don't know. Maybe I, she's, I mean, if you say it quickly, like, she's like, Tabanga. Like, she's just like, I'm not sure which one it is. So, you know how, like, sports again. I would yeah, say. Sports. That Sawyer and Jess are those teams in this who, like, are the underdogs the entire time that just keep winning. And yes, I was yes. thinking, like, so when we got to this level and Jess and Topanga, Topanga were within <laughs> votes of each other the whole time and yes. Sawyer and Brooke Davis are within votes of each other the whole time, I was thinking up is down, left is right. What <laughs> is happening in what world? It was really confusing to me, specifically 
No, I was going to say specifically Brooke and I, no, I think they both were shocking. I could not believe that these people were still fighting for it. And we do have to talk about like, there is a, a gender thing going because when it's a guy versus a girl, it feels a, a little bit different. Like if you're a girl and you're looking at a guy and a girl, you might think, oh, well, growing up, I just thought Jess was exactly. so hot because I was right. a girl. I didn't think right. Topanga was a hottie. But for us, like even as soon as we were like doing the original list, we just we were like, we can't just do guys. I know that nope. guys are like heartthrobs, but I was like, I just want to do everybody we think of. And yep. then from there on, I didn't care an ounce about gender. No, because it's like, a vibe. It's just like, it's who, the what's vibe. the vibe? Whatever what's the vibe, vibe I want more. Who made more of an impact, right? And so like, for me, I didn't realize, but that is just part of like the subjectivity of this too, because I am not a Gilmore Girls person. But if you are a Gilmore Girls person, you could be more a Gilmore's girl, Gilmore Girls person than a Boy Meets World person. And then in that case, like... Topanga doesn't have it for you, and Jess made a big impact on you. So it was fascinating to watch. So Topanga takes it 34 to 30. Guys, think about how close that is. Brooke Davis takes it the closest margin, 33 to 32. Honestly, Kaylin, I was refreshing my browser. Yeah. Oh, I remember. At 1150, 1152, 11.54. There was a line uttered by you that night while we were on FaceTime that was like, I will be, I will not be okay until 12 o'clock when I see this pass through. <laughs> like you needed to just see how this was going to end. Because honestly, if Sawyer from Lost had made it to our final four, this bracket for me is broken. Something's off. Like this does not make sense to me at all because we lost our way in 16 and 8 a little bit. But by the time we got to four, we were like, okay, we're pretty okay. happy with this final okay. four. Yeah. Imagine it's Sawyer instead of Brooke in that final four. I would have been like, we don't have an episode this week. I'm off due to mental <laughs> issues. And Sawyer is a cool character. He's complex. He's interesting. I love the show Lost. But something about Sawyer to you and I didn't feel like this bracket. Right. It right. felt other. Like if we're talking about complex characters, sure. That's but it was just like TV, dateable TV hotties. That's such a strange choice. So we do get into our final four. And I think as Justin Beachy, Lil Beach Nutter, wrote on Lil Facebook, he said solid final four. Yes. And I would agree, I it would never be the final four that I picked. In fact, no. None of these four, except maybe Brooke, were in my... Uh, you and I both did, like, a final four that we hoped for. Yeah. And we picked one person from each region of the bracket. And I think Brooke was my person from that third region. Uh-huh. But no one else was. So Will from Fresh Prince, Topanga Lawrence, Brooke Davis, and Nick Miller were our final four. And that's a good list. That's a good list. And from this time, I was like, okay, it has to be Nick versus Topanga. And that would be a great matchup for these four because they are from... It's a boy versus a girl. It's from different time periods in TV. But based on the previous rounds, I had no idea how this was going to go. I was very nervous. And we talked about how we should probably do a prediction bracket next time we do a bracket battle where you and I try to sit down and see who do we think is going to make it? Who do we think is going to win each one? Because while we were making the list, we talked about who we wanted to win. Like I had Buffy going all the way. You had Nick Miller going all the way or Riggins going all the way. And it was just like, that's just... Just our hope that wasn't really like okay this is what we think our people will do exactly. and so we definitely need to do that next time maybe we'll even float it out to you guys to Rankenstein's to see who gets the closest to the actual bracket but this was this was tough guys so we ended up with the final two to Panga Lawrence from Boy Meets World Nick yep. Miller from New Girl and the funny thing is Kaylin Gail my sister gave me a ton of voice memos she listens from Panama so shout okay. out to Panama we love, love an international it. listener 
Ooh, we, we love, love it. an international listener. We look at our list every week on Buzzsprout and think, which countries have we gotten now? Panama? We've gotten a lot. Um, we're pretty popular in Israel right now. We're for very some big in Israel, guys. Like, I don't know. Maybe they'll love TV hotties. She left me so many voice memos to my phone just talking about different things that she was upset about, different things that she would have done differently. She said, I couldn't even vote Topanga versus Kelly Kapowski. She said, I didn't vote the first round because I couldn't do it. I felt too much couldn't pressure. couldn't figure it out. It is a lot of pressure. So Oh, she was talking to me, but she also said, I am hoping for a Topanga Nick Miller finale. I'm pretty sure she said that. And so there were so many fallen angels on her list. But then by the time we got to the final two, she was happy. I was personally happy because I liked that your prediction of Nick Miller went all the way through. Yeah. And I like that Topanga's. I mean, Topanga is a queen. Like, she is just a character for the ages. So True. I was happy to see her here, too. And voting closed tonight. We're recording this Tuesday night. It closed Tuesday at 7 p.m. And with 36 votes to his 24 votes, our winner is Topanga Lawrence, the most dateable TV hottie. Lawrence. So on the road between the final four, the final two, and this one, there were many conversations like you said from Gail there were some fights between Rankensteins there were notable fights on our social media we love to see it we love to see friends of years absolutely destroying each other over like a Nick (laughs) Miller versus a Brooke Davis a Tim Riggins we love to see it we sit there with our popcorn and watch with glee as this comes but once we got to these final two I was pretty pleased with those two I did know Nick Miller Topanga Lawrence is like an icon Nick Miller for me, from the first time I watched New Girl, and I think I've heard this from a lot, like, if you're watching New Girl, Nick Miller's the one that you like the most, like, obviously, out of those guys. Nick Miller is such a strange character that you hadn't seen before, and kind of so is Topanga. And so that's so interesting, is that these were two, like, breaking of the molds of a typical, like, guy and girl in the show that kind of stuck with us through our lives at different times. Nick Miller is weird. He writes, like, detective novels on a typewriter in his room. He likes, like, wants to be homeless, befriends, like, an old homeless guy. It's, he's so, so funny. Topanga is drawing lipstick on her face, like, has crimped wig hair all the way down to her waist. These are two weirdos. And so what it showed me is I actually had hope that our Rankenstein like a weirdo more than like a Zach Morris. I kind of like that about you guys. I love it. I absolutely love it. And Topanga like morphed into a mild hottie, but she started out as a Hermione Granger. I mean, that is where she began. And they somehow, and she never really like, even though she became a hot person, she never adapted that personality minus that one episode where it went to her head when she got the really good haircut and she got Love popular. Mm-hmm. Yes, that went to her head. That was troubling for us. But <laughs> she <laughs> she became just a like such an interesting, cool character. And we loved to see her. So guys, even with all our shade, I mean, we didn't want to influence the votes too much, but I could have put a petition out to get more votes to Buffy. I could have done some things. You could have really cooked some books. (laughs) Even amidst all of that, we still think this ended in a pretty good place. And I, for one, am happy to crown Topanga Lawrence as our most dateable TV hottie. 
You love it. You love to see it. So is your robbed goddess of the whole bracket going to be, are you going to remain with Buffy being your robbed goddess? 100%. I, I can't get over it. I haven't even watched all of the series of Buffy. I watched two seasons, but the innate like apple doesn't fall far from the tree-ness of like yeah. my dad loving Buffy. You can't get away from it. So I have to love biologically. I have to love Buffy. Right. But also just truly like to see, especially back in the 90s, to see a female character kicking butt like that, like, oh. and also in a teenage show, like, this wasn't like Alias, which came later, or things right. like that, like, or Xena Warrior Princess. Like, there were other shows where women were doing it, but like, Buffy was just a teen girl, so they could have just taken that archetype and made it a show about a boy vampire slayer, right? And I know it's yeah. based off the movie and stuff, but they could have just taken the, a boy vampire slayer. Or something like that. And they put this girl in charge and she was freaking awesome. She and was so cool. I absolutely adore Sarah Michelle Geller and I'm going Buffy, ride or die. She's my robbed goddess. Remember how Xena, the lady that played Xena, is who Ron Swanson ends up marrying in yeah. Parks and Rec? Lucy Lawless. I and can't you're forget like, it. I mean, what was her name in Parks and Rec? But I was just like, love her. Love everything about her. And then I was like, right, because it's Xena. I mean, we've just trusted. She's another trust. We just we trust Xena. We trust With that flying circular Zena. disc. Come on. I trust her and I trust Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Those are from the same time <laughs> in my memory. Ew, ew. Those two are linked <laughs> in my brain as well. Because they were probably on back to back. They must have time because like that to me is such a like those two were they probably had a they probably had a crossover episode i was gonna say someone quinn walked through a closet in the log cabin and it was in like the woods with dr quinn warrior princess definitely (laughs) happened and if it didn't it should tm tm we get to write that episode we get to write that episode so that is your robbed goddess weirdly I have a lot of robbed goddesses, but I think the one that I wanted to go all the way that didn't and was robbed from me in the beginning is going to be AC Slater. I am on such a Mario kick. I commend him for like just keeping it like so hot for the rest (laughs) of his entire life. He is really like deserves some credit for this. I commend him for keeping it so hot. That is the best. That's the best line we've had in any episode so far. Guys, it's just the truth. And I could not believe, honestly, what shocked me is kind of similar to what shocked you. It shocked me that people at my age did not like AC Slater more. Like that when you were watching Saved by the Bell, that's not who you liked more. That shocked me. I was on the phone with Olivia Scott and I said, oh, you know, like AC versus Zach, obviously. And she said, well, I voted Zach. And I was like, do I know you? Like, have we met? What do you mean? So he is definitely my robbed goddess. Had he beaten that, I think he could have gone farther but you guys really like your mark paul you like that show where he's the lawyer so congrats (laughs) you love that for him did you have any you can't sit with us you know what for the first time ever i do not have a single you You can't sit with us because we handpicked (laughs) handpicked this 32 even lucy like i love that she was on this list and growing up I liked Lucy fine. I mean, obviously yeah. Mary's the the more dateable hottie, but Lucy right, was she burns a, a gym fine down. character. We were very intrigued. We yes. were so intrigued by Mary's bad girl. She girlness. comes back blonde, guys. There was a season where she leaves with brown hair and comes back <laughs> platinum yeah. blonde because she had burned a structure to the ground, I think. Maybe she just did graffiti or something. They never really told us. You and I always just say we she say burned, burned the burned it to the ground. the ground because the show, if you haven't watched, like it was always like, oh, something happened with Mary. Something 
and I think the closest we came was like gym. it happened in the gym. <laughs> so what are we gonna think? I mean, I she either drew something with a pen or she burned it down. But she came back with sun in from root to tip on her yep. hair, blonde as could be, and she really did make an impact, almost as much as Simon from Seventh Heaven. So I want to do a quick like, uh, who would you bring on this type of date? We did this in Harry Potter, hot or not? Oh right. So just on the whim, we didn't talk about this, but I want you to no, look I'm at scared. that list of thirty-two. Okay. okay. And we're both going to get a vote, but I'm going to give you a couple different scenarios, and I want to, t- I want you to tell me which TV hottie you would bring on that specific. Okay. Date. Got okay? it. So you have been dating for a little while. Mm-hmm. It's your first boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. We're not doing gender stuff here. It's just mm-hmm. whichever one you want. And you have to bring this person home to meet your parents. Mm-hmm. Which person are you bringing with you? Oh, my gosh. Great question. Oh. <laughs> Anyone I would pick is crazy. I have mine. Okay. You're going to think... scream, but I'll. You're just. <laughs> I don't even want to think about yours. My yours is gonna be Joe Goldberg. Mine no. is <laughs> mine is this is again for sure if you watch the show, Jane from Jane the Virgin. She's That's just mine the too. Oh my god. That's why I knew you were gonna scream because you're yeah, gonna tell you me deserve I, it. Exactly. But anyways, exactly. but anyways. I know. I okay, don't. we can go on that date together. Perfect. She can meet our parents. She's the right answer. She's the right call. And just like I'm looking at the picture we chose for her. Oh and my gosh. Man, Gina She's Rodriguez just grinning. Is yes. just the best. Okay. You are going to a high school football game Friday okay. night. Yeah. You're watching the game. You're going to go sit in the student section. Yeah. You're young. Who are you taking? Yeah. I'm I'm actually by myself because my boyfriend's on the field and he's playing and his name is Tim Riggins. Exactly. There's no question. I'm actually alone, but we'll be hanging out after. Don't you worry. I think we'll go I'm taking place. I'm taking the Pink Ranger because like, <laughs> can you imagine having the Pink Ranger on your arm? I would immediately look if so cool. Did they go or were they normal? I didn't really watch Power Rangers too much. Were they like normal kids and then they'd put the suits on? Yeah. I think. Or suits all the time. No, no, no. They were normal. <laughs> they were normal people sometimes. that lived in like a normal life though or uh, what? We didn't like see them in their normal lives. We saw them fighting the aliens called putties and then that like forming the big transformer woman guy. villain is the most iconic. <laughs> yes. That like, yeah, that black hair. Yes. Like, I might take her. Okay, what's next? Okay, the next date that you're going on, uh, you are going like clubbing to like a <gasps> rave, like a boots, a boots, a boots. <laughs> like you're going to be dancing oh out on God. the floor where who are you gonna take okay i just scared myself a lot because my first was villanelle yes and then i was like i can't because she really spoiler we can't talk about it but you do not (sighs) want to take her to a you do not want to take villanelle to a crowded club not okay so for me this one goes to just because he is so funny when he dances Nick Miller, I take to a club. He would make it into a funny experience. I would be so awkward, but then he would be more awkward. So I think he's my answer for sure. Okay. I think, ooh, it's between two for me. I'm either taking Will from the I was going to say, it should be Will. It's got to be Will. Will, 100%. Or Chuck Bass from Gossip Girl because if you're at a club, Chuck Bass is like getting you things. Like you're getting free stuff. Oh, yeah. He's working the door. He's dressed in like a three-piece suit. However, Will... Specifically, this picture, I'm thinking overalls, one thing undone, Timberland boots, like coming into the club. That's the coolest we've got. Definitely. Okay. This last date that you're going on, you booked a fancy dinner. You have your Mm. reservations. You're going out and you get there and you find out that your reservation has been canceled. You can't go to the restaurant. So instead, you have to go through a fast food drive-thru. Who do you want with you in that setting? 
everything plans changed. Yeah. You can't go to your fancy dinner. You have to just go to the Wendy's and get a four for four. Who do you take? Andy Dwyer, for sure. Yeah. Andy Dwyer is going to roll with it. He's dressed for this anyways, even though I told him we were going to a nice restaurant. <laughs> he's wearing shorts. He doesn't care. He's having a fun time, and he doesn't care if we're like eating in the car in a parking lot. He's going to be fun regardless. That's so true. And for the same reasons, I'm picking Cody from Step by Step. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the van. You're in yes. the conversion van going through. Exactly. That is great. Okay, I lied. There is one more date. This date is okay. like an eternity date, Um, so you... <gasps> You are stranded on an island with this person. You never get rescued from the island. You live all the rest of your days on this island with one date. One date? Do you pick? I bet a lot of you would say Sawyer because he's quite used to being on an (laughs) island, I guess. But I do not pick Sawyer because who's that? You don't pick John B. or Archie because we've never heard of them. I've literally never heard of them. Okay. I'm going to pick... Yeah, no, I'm good on this. I pick McSteamy because he is a doctor. He can help me out if I ever get sick or injured or anything like that. I think he's hilarious. He has a good heart. I pick McSteamy for sure, for sure. I never get tired of looking at him. He is my date, definitely. Who is yours? The first person I was going to pick was Corey Matthews, but Uh I just want to be Corey Matthews. Like, I don't want to have him with me on the island. So I am picking the winner of our entire bracket. Topanga Lawrence. Of I could course. grow old with Topanga and live oh, so life with naturally. her. And so naturally. Because I so do fancy naturally. myself a little bit of a Corey Matthews. Don't you just. You really <laughs> do. Don't you just. So you could be with I I see that for you for sure. And McSteamy for me. Definitely. Those are two good island matchups, I think, for us. Absolutely. This episode has been so, so fun. And even before recording this episode, the week leading up to it, where oh you guys are gosh. interacting we are online. Sorry for friendships lost. You're we voting. You're texting. I had people come up to me at church tell me uh-huh. they had been voting. <laughs> You've got to. You've got so to. So I really think that's a win. Uh, so thank you guys for voting. Next week, Kaylin, let's give them a little hint as to what we're talking about. And by hint, I just mean we're going to say exactly what it okay, is. great. We are taking the plunge into the great wide world of sports. <gasps> and we are going to be soup. ranking sports okay. movies. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. I forgot. I forgot. I'm very nervous. You know why? So, why? People don't believe in us for this. And they, that makes me very nervous. I, I hear people guffawing right now as they're listening. That's why we're doing sports movies, because we know yeah, how yeah, to do yeah. a movie. Yes. We know how. We've watched a lot of movies in our yes. day. And, and sometimes a sports one slipped in. And listen, guys, there's a lot of sports movies. So, like, Stick It, the gymnastics movie. It counts. It's a sports movie. Gotta kick it up. I don't know what you call call a dance team but i call it a sport so i don't know what to say <laughs> however the lucky for you guys this is a main channel episode not a ck lounge episode so really we'll have to talk about whatever you put on there so if you're Truly. a person who's like no you dum-dums the miracle is like that hockey one maybe it's just called miracle i don't know that's how good i am <laughs> miracle is on really 34th a good one Street. rudy quotes <laughs> rudy i've heard quotes, of that yeah. like i've heard of something. guys i have seen remember the titans more than i can count i can't so tell I you can how many times i've seen it. cool runnings i don't know how much i know about bobsledding because of that wow the rookie and field of dreams i have what is the one where um the boy wait what's (laughs) angels in the outfield it's Uh, in the outfield hold on what i was thinking is like the field goal kicking trash picking philadelphia (gasps) phenomenon with tony danza do you remember that one yes what is that 
the football picking, picking field goal kicking, kicking Philadelphia phenomena. That is what it is. Tony Danza. Maybe that's, that's the, my number what the one. movie's called. Yes, hundred oh, percent. It was, was just the tagline. <laughs> no, I think it was a Disney Channel original. Um, something, and he's like a dad that goes to try out for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, yes, <laughs> the yes. Eagles, Eagles are the football team. Yes. So, guys, guys, we what know what we're talking hearing, about, and yeah. don't you fret. Obviously. I personally have watched all three Mighty Ducks. So just like, guys, we're going to be fine. Guys, we get it. We're we'll be fine. We have all the subscriptions to watch all this stuff. If you guys vote for stuff that we haven't watched, we're going to do it. So make sure you get your votes in. Reminder, the only way to make the list your version of correct is to vote. So join us next week as we talk our top 10 sports movies. As always, it's been great. Bye. Bye.